Be blessed by this open-air sermon by Overseer Esther Trott, entitled, Trust. Tonight, I do give honor to the Spirit of God, to our Bishop, Jacqueline McCullough, to our pastor, Reverend Dr. Maria Seaman, elders, leadership, and you precious people of God. I also want to say good evening to Hamilton Parish, and to those of you who are hearing this word, through the amplification that we provide, and those of you on social media. Tonight, my scripture is found in St. Matthew, chapter 14, verses 15 to 32. Not reading them all. My text, though, is St. Matthew, chapter 15, verses 31 and 32. Here beginneth the reading of God's holy word. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Let's pray, Father in heaven, tonight we come before your presence. We come, God, to deliver this word, God, to your people. God, we pray, God, that I will decrease and you will increase. And that, God, what I say tonight will only come directly from you. And that your word will be, God, edification to your people and salvation to those who hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And my topic tonight is trust. This word has been a buzzword during the pandemic. We've heard trust the doctor, trust the test, and main one is trust the science. Oh, yeah. And we've heard it over and over. Now, we can see that these things that we trust are natural, but they do have flaws. And then March 2020 came about. The phenomena was so new, therefore trusting the doctor, the test, the science was what we did. Now it's about 18 months later and people's trust is weaning. Therefore, I want to give you hope tonight to know that you can trust in the following three points. Trust the vision, trust the process, and trust the Lord. In the scripture in verse 21, Jesus was with his disciples in a desert place, and it was with about 5,000 people. It was evening time, dinner, supper time, whatever you want to call it. And the disciples wanted to send the people away to get food. In other words, let church out because it's dinner time. (laughs) The disciples did not see clearly that the server with the menu and the five-course meal was right there with them. Their vision was very limited. I believe they were only looking at the number, not realizing that Jesus' numbering system was not like theirs. The disciples looked at the people and their provision and not the vision. Their provision was five loaves and two fish. Yet the vision was Jesus multiplying it for everyone. And in Habakkuk 2 and 3, and I was reading through several 
versions for this one really caught me. It's the CV version which said, at the time, I've decided my words will come true. You can trust what I say about the future. It may take a long time, but keep on waiting. It will happen. Once the instructions of Jesus was given, the seating of the people, the prayer given, everyone was able to eat and be full. Mm -hmm. Now, people of Bermuda, we're not seeing God's vision through this situation as the way he wants to provide it by his method. We can't depend on Bitcoin or even the prestigious people like Bill Gates. God wants us in Bermuda to get God's vision and follow him. I know many may be saying that Bermuda has been told a long time that God is going to bless us and it has not come yet. But remember the scripture. It said it may take a long time, but keep on waiting. It will happen. What we see happening today is nothing that God did not know about before. And patience is something that many of us as humans have very little of. Mm -hmm. So therefore, after you get the vision, I also want you to know you have to trust the process. And in verses 22 to 27, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while the multitudes went away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, mm-hmm. he was there alone. Yes. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, Is the spirit? And they cried out for fear. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is on. Now, Jesus had shown his disciples earlier the vision of how he can provide naturally. He now wanted to show them that there are times that you must trust the process that we must go through, even though we feel alone. Now, as I read the scripture, the portion that caught me was the fourth watch of the night. And... Having been a policeman for 25 years, I did not like working the fourth watch of the night. Because that was between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. That is the darkest, seems like, part of the night. But the winds at that time for these disciples became very high. And the sea was roaring. Now, we know, like I said before, that that time was very dark. Why would Jesus send them out in a boat that time and then appear to them? 
How many of us have been frightened by our very own shadow? Much more another person appearing. And in St. John 6, 20, Jesus spoke saying, but he said unto them, it is on. Be not afraid. And as humans, we will trust the process if we see the result. At this point in time in Bermuda, we cannot see the end of this situation. Yet Jesus, through nature, is showing us that he has us covered. Bermuda, for years, we have always wanted to follow others. But we have our own process that God has given us as a country to go through. We cannot try and ride the ship and waves like other countries. Bermuda's process used to be, you get up on a Sunday morning, Sunday school and church was the order of the day. You went nowhere else, did nothing else before you entered the house of the Lord. We had forgotten that process. We have also in schools knew that when we entered school, you either said the Lord's Prayer, the 23rd Psalm, Mm. and you sang a song or two. Now they're talking about taking prayer out of schools. No longer reading scripture in schools. And the sad part is, because many of this was done in homes, it's not even being done in homes today. Now, we're more into sports, discontinuing prayer in school, and home life is not even home life. In many cases, we have given up our Bermuda process. Of serving God first to follow and adopt the American style of process. They no longer want God. Yes, they have on their money in God we trust. But they will trust the political process first. They will trust the results of the test first. Before they will trust the process Bermuda, we must return to our Bermuda process of true and living godly worship. We can do this. Trust the Lord. And Peter, in verse 28 to 32, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, Uh bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith. Wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. The disciples had a very frightening experience on this world. Yet, when Peter, who was one of Christ's most 
daring disciples realized that it was Jesus he wanted to walk to, just like Jesus on the water, and Jesus had invited him, Peter proceeded to go to Jesus. However, he began to look at his surroundings and became fearful. When Jesus reached out his hand, Peter was able to reach him. The wind ceased. Now Peter and the rest of the disciples began to gather hope and recognize that Jesus was the Son of God. This is exactly what is happening today. The world and even Bermuda is looking at what is happening and becoming fearful. People catching the virus, people dying, and yet we will not recognize that the answer is to trust God. Jesus had given the instruction to Peter to come. And if Peter had kept his eyes on Jesus, he would have made it. Here in Bermuda, we're doing the same thing. We're looking at the cases. We're looking at the death. And we're becoming fearful. Psalms 37 and verse 3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. God is instructing us to trust him and do good. In other words, do not look at what you see. Trust me. If we trust God for our provision, for our protection, our guidance in the land, we will be able to make it through this pandemic. We cannot trust only the doctors, only the tests, and only the science. We must trust God. Because he knows and knew that this situation was going to arise. Bermuda, funds may be low, bills may be high, jobs may be limited. We must trust God, just like Peter on the water, who felt like he was going to drown. I know it may feel many times we're drowning, but we must trust God. And if I should just give a short testimony right here. Last week, we're home, my husband and I, and I felt like a particular meal. But of course, you have to watch your penis. What I was doing. Got a phone call. Miss Trot, I'm in your driveway. Come outside. I said, well, I'll send my husband. I like going outside in the heat. Then outside. There were two meals provided, one for my husband, one for me. And I said, God, I thank you because I knew what I wanted. And I knew at that time I couldn't. But I thank you because I trust you enough to know that you will provide when needed. We as human beings are not trusting people. We don't like trusting people. Yet, if we know that we have a friend that has a track record of being trustworthy, 
you will trust me. Sure. You are under the sound of my voice. Maybe you may be saying it's okay for you church people to talk. I can't trust God. He doesn't want me. I'm not good enough. Let me invite you first not to look at your situation, your surroundings. Look to God. He's waiting for you. He wants you for himself. It does not matter where you are in life. You can consider yourself to be the worst sinner, the worst prisoner, or even the best politician. If you do not know Christ personally, Mm -hmm. you need to come and give your life to Christ. Mm -hmm. He's standing with outstretched hands like he did for Peter to help you. I want you to know tonight that trust, not the doctors, not the test, not the science, trust God. Now, if you're listening to the sound of my voice or even on social media, you can come to Christ by repeating this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, have mercy on me, a sinner. I believe in you and that your words are true. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God and that he died on the cross so that I may now have forgiveness for my sins and eternal life. I know that without you in my heart, my life is meaningless. I believe in my heart that you, Lord God, raised him from the dead. Please, Jesus, forgive me for every sin I have ever committed or done. Please, Lord Jesus, forgive me and come into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior. Now, if you tonight repeated that prayer, you are now a child of God. You need a church that can encourage you. Come by and pay us a visit at Shekinah Worship Center. Because there is no place finer. Service begins Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Praise and worship is off the chain. And the word of God is scrumptiously delicious. Blessings abound. Blessings abound.